Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Yasmin Khan. It's Monday, July 4th, and it's time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. We're joined today, as we are every Monday, by David Sanger, chief Washington correspondent for The New York Times. David, last week we saw President Obama take on the Republican leadership on their unwillingness to talk about any tax increases. Can you recall for us what happened and and tell us where this is going? Well, Yasmin, what was unusual last week is that a president who usually prides himself in trying at least bipartisan rhetoric, talking about finding middle ground, uh, used his news conference to basically uh, chastise the Republicans for being unwilling to look at any uh, revenue-raising methods to solving uh, this huge uh, deficit gap, and said that that was fundamentally never going to work, that there was no way to cut the budgets enough uh, without doing some form of tax increases. Now, nobody, especially a president heading into re-election, wants to utter the word tax increases. and Instead, the discussion is all about tax reform and so forth. Um, but what he was trying to do was press the Republicans toward what the White House calls a balanced approach and try to shake the ideology here that there can be no tax increase of any kind, uh, one that the president noted was not the position of past Republican uh, presidents or Congresses. Right, a balanced approach. So what happened to the Biden commission that was supposed to work out all of the compromises? Well, the Biden commission appears to have worked out uh, at least one to two trillion dollars in uh, some kind of, of cuts. But if they're really going to get to a long-term $4 trillion um, uh, agreement, uh, I think that many members of the uh, of the Biden group have recognized you can't do that without some revenue as well. And, of course, you have seen um, several members of this uh, group, uh, including uh, Eric Cantor, the, uh, the House Republican leader, uh, leave uh, this set of negotiations. And in part, I think that that is is the posturing that takes place in the run-up to a a presidential election. But that does raise the question of whether or not it is possible to reach a deal uh, in time to raise the debt limit prior to August 2, which is the moment when the Treasury Department has said that the U.S. would no longer be able to pay its bills. In order to do that, you'd probably have to get an agreement within about the next two weeks, because after that, uh, you'd require a fair bit of time just to get the legislation through. Sure. Well, how real is that August 2nd deadline? A good question, because uh, there's always ways to move things around in government accounts uh, in ways that would stop the U.S. from having to go out on the markets and try to borrow again. And you never know what those are until the last minute. It's obviously not in the Treasury's interest to be fully upfront uh, with the Congress at this point about when that limit is hit. But if it's not August 2nd, then it's going to be a few weeks later. So to some degree, they've got to come to the agreement anyway. And that's one of the reasons the Senate Democrats made the announcement that they would stay in session to uh, work this out uh, instead of going off on the, the normal July 4th recess. The question is, though, whether they can actually get very much done during that time, especially if the House Republicans are are not going along with that set of discussions. Sure. So with with all this 
bipartisanship and sniping. We hear a lot about how this is one of the ugliest moments in American history. But it's July 4th, and we're thinking about the founders, and they weren't exactly a cohesive team either. Are we really that much worse? Uh, I don't think we're that much worse off, Yasmin. You know, one often hears that uh, the relationships in Washington have gotten more poisonous than at any time uh, in the past. Well, during Jefferson's presidency, they were pretty poisonous. There were things published about him in uh, in newspapers that uh, make what appears in today's media and even on cable TV look pretty mild. We've gone through other periods of extraordinary partisanship, particularly in the run-up to the Civil War. And uh, again, uh, in, uh, in the early parts of, of the 20th century. So, Yes, this is a, a nasty period of time, particularly when you've got divided government. But I'm not sure it's significantly nastier than anything else we've seen before. And I'm, I'm not really sure the founders would be shocked by it. Well, at least we can take that to heart. Happy Fourth of July, David. Happy Fourth of July, Yasmin. Thank you. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Yasmin Khan, and that's the Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.